Hey family, welcome back for another mini-sode here on the KNGI Show. Today we have a profile of a leader who came into an organization and helped change their culture into one that was thriving and successful. It was quite the turnaround story. And it's a, a culture and an organization that you've likely heard of. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. Now, this organization is Ford Motor Company. And after three generations of being handed from the founder entrepreneur, uh, Mr. Henry Ford himself, onto his grand, his son, then his grandson, then his great-grandson, the company found themselves in a fair bit of trouble. And it was time to bring in, for the first time ever, an outside executive to run the show. And the person they selected was Alan Mulally. Um, and now a basically legendary status in terms of culture turnaround and leadership um, deep dives and observations. But what he did with Ford was really interesting. Um, and it didn't happen overnight. I think every leader who's experienced knows any kind of culture turnaround, as Kay and I often like to use the visual, it's like your organization, the bigger it is, the bigger of a boat it is. And think about how hard it is to turn a humongous boat, right? Like, like it turns so slowly in a kayak, boom, you're on your own. But this is an organization is a giant boat. And imagine how big the boat is when we're talking about Ford Motor Company. We always laugh thinking about like, like, you know, the captain of some giant cruise ship, and he's in there going like this, right? And he can turn Maybe in olden days, I feel like now it's like a little knob. Yeah, a little knob. <laughs> yeah. Turn it to but back degree. in the day, the captain is back there and he's wrenching the wheel just to get it to right? Like, <laughs> There's a lot of action a lot of effort. leaders part yeah. <laughs> without a lot of result on it, the result of the organization. So it's important to understand that things do take time. But after a 37 year career at Boeing, Alan uh, got the opportunity to come over at, at where he worked at Boeing from an engineer up into the CEO of the, the aerospace company Boeing. He then was asked to come in and be a turnaround CEO for Ford that had racked up some incredible debt, was legendary for its bad culture, um, but was still in the hands of this family owned and operated situation. So Alan, I mean, he had a huge task ahead of him. He did. And as we said, it took some time, but he did manage to swerve that boat away from the iceberg and sail successfully. Um, and, and not only sail successfully in terms of what the bottom line demonstrates, but in terms of creating a culture that people felt positive about and felt positive being a part of, which is beautiful. And one of the mainstays of, of what he did culturally was institute just a weekly executive circle up, a mandatory weekly meeting that helped eliminate a lot of the unnecessary meetings and communications that were happening happening where each executive or manager would come and for 
five minutes, they all had to introduce themselves the same way, say what they were reporting, and then report on the results of their plan that they were currently working on in their department and with their team. And, and then they had to red, yellow, and green light their progress so that they could easily demonstrate to their peers and to Alan their progress on this. Now, obviously, instituting something like that was very difficult to start, and there was a lot of skepticism. But over time, what this allowed for was not only accountability and progress to start emerging, but also this sense of camaraderie and support so that, that they would be comfortable and safe enough to say when things were in the red or the yellow, but also supported enough to be able to use the resources needed to get themselves into the green. Well, in the very first executive meeting that he pulled everyone together, he asked, how's everything going? And he put up the stoplight, the green, yellow, red, and all of the executives said that they were in the green. Now, he looked around that table and he said, really? Because we're seven, we're about to lose $17 billion. I'm going to go to the shareholders and tell them that we're about to lose $17 billion. And all of you were telling me that you're in the green. Now, amongst that, one of the executives decided to move his rating into the red. But what ended up needing to happen was Alan refocused the team on reality. He said, we just need to act on reality. Then we'll be making the best cars in the world. I know nothing about building cars, but it's okay to admit that. We have to be completely honest, accept reality, and decide further course of action from there. Because up until this point, these executives would rather pretend that everything is fine at risk of somebody figuring out that they don't know how to do something versus actually tackle the reality of the situation, which was they were in some hot water. Over time, they became, as you know, successful. The spoiler alert, they made it and they survived and they thrived. If this has been interesting to you or you're a leader navigating a large cultural change, we would highly recommend that you look into the story of what Alan Mulally did at Ford Motor Company. Very impressive, very inspiring, and very informative. Well, absolutely. And we hope that you've enjoyed this mini-sode here on the Kay and Shai Show. And we'll see you again tomorrow for some personal stories and examples of how culture has played out in our life and business. Love you, fam. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.